Welcome to Phoenix and Flame, pushing through and transforming even when you feel like a pile of ash. This podcast is not intended for use as psychotherapy. If you feel you are in crisis, please call 911 or contact your local crisis hotline. Welcome back to Phoenix and Flame. I'm Dana Skaggs, and this is my podcast on pushing through and transforming even when you feel like a pile of ash. If you are a returning listener, welcome back, my friend. Thanks for tuning in again and joining me on another episode. If you happen to be a new listener, I'm so glad you have joined us. Welcome aboard. Today, I thought I would like to do a brief episode on what it feels like to go through this process called aging. (laughs) I wish, in a way, that I didn't know about this process called aging, but then I think, well, what's the alternative? Um, It's it's interesting. The other day, I was in the gym because I'm trying to do my part, you know, keep things in shape and and all that, and I was standing at the sink, and I had a short-sleeved kind of shirt on, some kind of workout shirt, whatever, and I was washing my hands, and I happened to glance into the mirror and looked at my reflection, and I don't know if it had never hit me before. You know how sometimes that'll happen to you where all of a sudden you'll just notice something out of the blue and you're thinking, well, how long has that been there? How long has that looked like that? I, I didn't even notice that before. And I looked in into the reflection and I saw my upper arm. And for a moment, it was, I don't even know how to describe it. Um, it's almost as if you were to look in the mirror and see someone else's nose on your face. (laughs) It was disconcerting, to say the least. The reason why it was disconcerting is because my arm looked like kind of doughy and kind of saggy. And I was like, whose arm is that? I mean, it was... For a second, it was kind of like somebody had just took my arm off my body and replaced it with my grandmother's arm. It was alarming. And I know, I know, I can hear myself talk right now. I know for people out there that are struggling with significant issues like cancer and and these types of things, me talking about this probably sounds very foolish. And in light of that, I guess it might be But we're all on different places on our journeys, Um, and I would like for Phoenix and Flame to be a podcast where we have the freedom to talk about all kinds of things. Some of the things are going to be, you know, larger issues with more import. But you know what? To be honest, sometimes it's the small things that get us, and I'm just going to talk about those things, and if somebody wants to kind of fuss, that I'm talking about things that don't really matter and I should be appreciative that I'm alive and all that, well, okay, they can say that. I respect their right to say whatever they want to say. 
I'm still saying that I stood there in front of that mirror and looked at my arm and was just momentarily shocked. And it was just this odd sensation. And I know if we want to take it to a larger level and make a correlation, um, I know there's folks that when they look in the mirror, it's not who they feel on the inside. And in several, it was several, several episodes before, I briefly touched on um, how transgender individuals uh, might feel when they look into the mirror. And who they feel they are on the inside isn't what they see reflected back to them. And that is very disconcerting. I don't care whether it's a doughy, saggy upper arm or if it's someone that feels like they're female and they see a guy looking back at them in a mirror. It's just, I don't alarming? I mean, it just feels really strange. You know, aging in general as I'm getting older, because let's see, next month I'll be 54. And I'm telling you, I remember when I was 18 and I actually saw, it was on Instagram and it was a one of those little meme things and it said, uh, I apologize to all the uh, 30-year-olds that I called them old when I was 18 was something along those lines and I remember that I remember being like in my early 20s late teens early 20s and thinking 30 was like old I mean 30 that sounded old and shoo if somebody was in their 50s uh, that reminded me of like that movie, um, was it Freaky Friday, that had Jamie Lee Curtis in it, and, oh shoot, I can see the other, I can see her face as plain as day, but I can't pull her, her name to me, um, where they, they, looked in, they looked in the mirror, the, the daughter saw what was transported into her mother's body, and she, she caught her reflection in the mirror, and said, oh my gosh, I, I'm the crypt keeper. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I thought of people when I was younger. That's If you're in your 50s, I mean, you might as well be, you know, one foot in the grave. Um, and now next month I'm going to be 54. So I'm thinking, this is interesting. Um, I don't feel like I thought I would feel. And as we age, it all kind of shifts around. What they say like the... Uh, 60 is the new 40 or something like that and it's wonderful on the one sense because people are really taking care of themselves and they're exercising and they're really you know doing what they can but on some level there's only so much you can do I mean like I said some people do different things and there's people that do uh, plastic surgery and like I've said before I do not judge if somebody wants to do plastic surgery and that helps them feel better about themselves have at it um, it's hard. It's hard to age. It's hard to look at yourself, look at your body changing. And really, there's only so much you can do. I mean, you can try to eat right and, you know, not have a whole lot of extra fat. Although, ha-ha to those women, those fellow women out there who've gone through menopause. And menopause just says ha-ha to that and just plants about an extra 10 pounds at least right around your midsection and goes, and we ain't going anywhere. I don't care what you think about it. Other people out there, shout out to the other fellow menopausers. That's, um, that's a real thing. It's, it just changes. Your body just shifts. It's just like you're doing the same thing that you've always done 
and all of a sudden you're at least 10 pounds heavier. It's like, what the crap? Okay. But you know, you can try to eat right. You can try to exercise and I do. You can try to keep things to a minimum, but at the same time, your skin is changing. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's sort of, like, okay, so two things are coming to my mind right now. I'm going to try to pull them out one at a time so I don't confuse you, but a long time ago, I ran across a little button or a little bumper sticker kind of thing, and it said, I may be fat, but you're ugly, and I can diet. And so I'm like, woo, oh my goodness. Well, then I got to thinking, if you apply that to aging, you know, somebody could say, well, I may be fat, but you're old and I can diet. I mean, and I can say that because I'm speaking for myself. I'm, you know, like I said, going to be 54 next month. There's only so much you can do. Your skin changes. It's not as elastic as it used to be. Like I said, when I looked in the reflection and saw my arm, and it was like doing this like sagging thing. Um, it was almost like, and looking at the texture, it was almost like somebody lifted my skin up and slapped some mashed potatoes on top of my muscle and just put my skin back down on top of it. I know. I know I sound quite vain and all that that alarmed me so much. But that's just the way it was. And that's the way I felt. And it was, it was scary. But something too is kind of like it's sort of like I feel like I am walking around in this zone that has extra gravity that everything everything is just kind of I feel like pulling my face down I can see lines on my face that didn't used to be there you know pulling the skin pulling down I mean it's just like things aren't as buoyant as they used to be and um, I know there's other ladies out there that can relate. Um, and it's almost funny. It's like I feel like sometimes I have so much gravity, I, I'm surprised I can lift my foot up off the floor. And it's just, it's just nuts. Um, I, I remembered a comment that was made to me decades ago, I must say. I think I was in my, oh gosh, early 30s, early mid-30s. I don't even know. A time flies, but someone made a comment to me that I didn't really understand at the time. Well, I understand it now. Uh, this individual, it was, I had a bathing suit on, we were at a pool, whatever, and this individual says to me, uh, I bet you even look good naked. And I just kind of looked at this person like, I mean, what do you say to that? I was like, uh-huh, well, my husband thinks so, okay, well, what are you going to say to that? Well, I, I get that now because it's one thing to look good in clothing. And it's another thing when all that all those clothes come off, what you see when you look in the mirror. And again, the aging process, there you go. It's just something that you have to, to deal with. So I got thinking, you know, how do we how do we face this? How do we deal with this? Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is just first of all, own it. All right. Stop acting like you don't have these thoughts. You don't have these feelings. Yes, there might be somebody out there that's going to like try to say, well, shame on you for this or that. There's always going to be those people. I guess Taylor Swift called them the haters or, or whatever, or somebody that can see something from their point of view that can't, can't see it from anybody else's point of view. And again, that's okay. They do them. But I'm going to do me, and this is me, and I'm going to acknowledge that 
Yes, I did have that moment in the gym where I looked at my upper arm and saw that. And to be honest with you, to add to that, my thighs kind of look like, not the backs, but the fronts, kind of look like somebody just threw some cottage cheese in there and sealed it all back up. And there's no, so far, no amount of dieting or, or weight training or anything like that is, I mean, it's helping a, a little bit, but not nearly enough. But we, can, we just got to own this stuff. Just own it. Just own it. The second thing I got to think about, we just need to laugh. Just find humor. Just laugh about it. Like I'm la I am laughing about it. I'm laughing about, you know, feeling like I got mashed potatoes on my upper arms. I got cottage cheese on my thighs. I feel like I'm walking in gravity. I kind of lift my feet up off the floor. I mean, it's funny. It's funny. We just have to find humor. And we can apply that to just about anything. If something's just overwhelming you and you're upset, just find a way to just laugh at it once in a while. And, you know, another thing is not letting it define you. Um, whatever it is about your appearance, I'm sitting here talking about aging issues. But, you know, there's people that, you know, they, they have different parts of their appearance. Maybe they feel like they're way too tall. Maybe they feel like they're way too short. Or they don't have a butt. Um, or, you know, they have... A muffin top or they don't have any lips or they don't have any eyebrows or fill in the blank especially females we are so hard on ourselves and you know we tend to notice in other females what we dislike in ourselves the stuff that we like in ourselves we don't bother looking at other females but if there's something about ourselves that we don't like we notice when other females have what we don't have so everybody has something and so it's like trying not to let it define you. Like, yes, I'm having some aging issues on my body, but that's a part of me. It certainly is, but it's not the only part. There's a whole lot of other parts of me that are pretty cool, I must say. And if you let it define you, then it's going to be a problem because you think, well, it's about what other people think. Well, you know what? You don't know what other people think. And everybody has a different opinion. Some people might, you know, look at you and see one thing, and other people might look at you and see something totally different. I mean, you can, there's evidence of that when you see all the different couples walking around. All the different who's attracted to who and who's attracted, who's not attracted to who. Everybody kind of sees something different. They say beauty is in the eyes of the beholder, and that is absolutely true. Everybody sees something different, but the biggest, the biggest perception, the most important perception is your own so if you own your stuff and say, yeah, I've got this stuff, and that's just me, and I'm okay with that, and I've got all these other things that are pretty wonderful and cool, you know, if you're comfortable with it, you own it, you do not let any kind of perceived faults to define you. They're part of you, yes, but you're like a mural. All of us are like murals that have all these different splotches of color on the mural. Like there's big splotches of paint, like blacks and browns and yellows and oranges and reds and all these different colors. And yes, there are dark splotches on the mural, but there's also splotches of yellow and orange and red and greens and teals and blues and all kind of wonderful colors as well. And you are the whole picture. Kind of like, think about it like this. Like imagine you're going through a museum and, you know, a lot of museums have, like, um, 
an area cordoned off, like right in front of the picture. So you have to sort of step back from it to see the whole picture, not right on top of it. Because you appreciate the whole picture and you can understand the whole picture with a little bit of distance. So you can sort of absorb the whole thing. Well, but imagine if you stepped right up to like a, a really nice painting and you put your nose right on it to where all you could see, which was what, whatever was right around your nose. Well, that would not be a good representation of the whole picture. That would be just be a very myopic view of what was going on. That's what happens when we just pick out a flaw and we just obsess over it. It's just like you've stuck your nose right in the middle of a black splotch of paint and it's all you see. It's all that fills your vision is that black splotch. But that's not all of who you are. Is that black splotch there? Yes, it is. But step back. Step back two or three or four or five feet and look at the whole entire mural. There are a lot of other splotches of color on there besides that one black one. So I'm just saying appreciate the whole and don't let the darker splotches define you. And then the last thing I'm going to toss out is just gratitude. Just being grateful. Like I mentioned before, you know, someone who might be, you know, suffering from something really awful, like a, a cancer or, you know, something like that, you know, they would be saying, in essence, be grateful that you don't have to deal with cancer. And that's true. They have an excellent point. You know, we can be grateful, be glad. I'm glad I'm alive, you know. I'm glad that I'm sitting here, that, I'm, that I've been blessed with 53, soon to be 54 years on this planet. I've, I've been blessed in so many ways with all the experiences that I've had and making mistakes. Mistakes are our blessings because they give us opportunities to learn. I've tried to teach my kids that when they were growing up. Um, they're not something to avoid. They're something to embrace because we're going to make those mistakes. Being grateful. What do you have in your life that you're grateful for? Look at the whole entire picture and, and really try to nurture that sense of gratitude. Because I can look in the, in the mirror and see those parts of myself, but I can also see a very strong body. A body that is able to care for those around me. A body that is not having to be dependent on other people. A body that can get myself to work and sit in my chair and a mind that can help my patients live stronger lives. Um, I have, you know, a strong body that can hug the people that I love. I have eyes that can see, that can get me where I'm going. I have ears that hear people around me. There's so many more things to be grateful for than those parts of my body that are aging. And really in a way, and I'll leave you with this, I feel like, you know, this was an insight that I have that frequently I feel like the Holy Spirit gives to me, just kind of comes out of the blue and odd, odd times, but it's like my age and the evidence of my age is, is showing me what I have been given, that my life wasn't taken from me when I was three or four or five, that I have been allowed and I've been blessed with all of these years and the aging of my body is a manifestation of the years that I have been privileged to have to live on this planet. So I'm going to leave you with that and also encourage you that if, if this episode has uh, touched you, if it has meant something to you, if it has helped you, if you feel like it, that it would 
be meaningful or helpful to someone else, please uh, share it. Put it on your social media pages. Uh, put links out there. Talk about it on Twitter. Um, get other people involved so that we can work together. And again, if you have a comment that you want to make, a question for me or whatever, you can go to phoenixandflame.com and there's a place there to send me an email. I hope the rest of your day goes fantastically. And this is Dana on Phoenix and Flame.